this bitch i put out an episode of the shift if you didn't see that if you didn't catch that part two of the shift is up now (sighs) that was a lot of talking and (laughs) a lot of talking about things that i don't always feel totally comfortable talking about but uh nonetheless i don't think i'm going to put a big intro into this because of that, I just kind of want to get to the story. So, if you can get somewhere where you can relax with me, I'm going to light the candle. And we are going to take this time to just center ourselves and enjoy a nice little story. A nice little story for you, will we? Maybe I'll do a little accent as I read it, won't I? Won't I, dearie? Um, Alright, so... Get somewhere comfortable where you can relax. You know what we're going to do. We're going to do the three deep breaths. And you can set an intention, intention this time if you want to. Something that um, I'm really fond of are rit- rituals. I love rituals. Uh, I think rituals are kind of like habits. Once you do them long enough, you can kind of like work it so much into your brain and make yourself believe, you know, whatever you kind of want to tell yourself with what the ritual is providing you. Um, So something I always like to use is Palo Santo or sage, a smudge stick, or just incense. Incense is usually really easy to find, but most of those things are pretty easy to find. Um, And I just burn that and I use that as a cleansing practice whenever I feel like really, really heavy, like I'm taking on a lot of the energy around me and I know it's not all mine. 
I'll just kind of like sit in silence for a little bit and use the Palo Santo, burn it, and just let the smoke, I'll just kind of like run it all over my body. Just kind of like up and down, like scanning my body with the smoke almost. And it's at the point now where it's so ritualistic that the smell alone will just put me to complete ease. You know, when I just smell it burning, I just immediately feel like a release because I know what's coming. I know the cleansing is coming. So it's just these things just that are kind of like transmuting the energy within your body, the energy that's really stale or stagnant, the energy that isn't yours, the energy that just doesn't know how to be stored right now because you don't know how to process whatever's happening. These rituals, like you could do this as many times a day as you want, but I'll usually like just do it once a day just to kind of like center myself and it does help me feel like I am transmuting this energy within my body. Um, so I always suggest like find a ritual that works for you where you can just kind of center yourself, even if that is just sitting in silence for five minutes a day and noticing the thoughts that are running through your head and just noticing like where your body feels kind of tense and just try to send, you know, just like some energy to that area to kind of help clear it out. So that's that's the um, the old tip for this episode. But let's do three deep breaths quickly. Set an intention if you want to, to just be here in this moment where you can relax. Put a hand over your chest, over your heart space. We're going to take a deep breath in. And exhale. Try to go as long on the exhale as you can. Really force the breath out slowly. Inhale. Long exhale slowly. Push all of the breath out of your body. Last time, biggest inhale you've taken all day. Let it go slow. Just notice how you feel. All right. This is chapter four. There is this kind of like, because this book is not actually chaptered, I'm just kind of breaking it up that way. Um, they're like writings and essays and there's little drawings throughout the book. So this kind of like in between space between the chapters I'm gonna read, it's just called The Big Questions. Is it worse to be accidentally walked in on while using a public restroom or to be the one who accidentally walks in on someone else? If we're being monitored by the government from satellites, how many people are simultaneously taking selfies or rather taking four or five selfies until they get a good one? Why does the default song on your phone that plays automatically when you start your car always have to be something that drives you crazy? Why does the sight of the person you're in love with wearing your clothes feel so deeply good. Are we living in a computer simulation or what? 
At what point are ankles considered cankles? Is there a chart to reference? What are the new tipping guidelines? How much am I supposed to tip when I've ordered something to go or just bought something off a shelf? They have those new credit card chip reader machines that automatically only give you options to tip 15 or 20%. Do I have to tip if I'm buying a box of crackers off a shelf? No one helped me with the crackers. Are we just tipping all the time for everything now? No judgment, but just curious if that's the new norm. Do SAT, scatter, <laughs> do SAT scores matter now? What happens to all the cars? There's gotta be some massive amount of discarded and unsold cars somewhere, isn't there? Do any relationships ever actually last? Why does the pen they give you to sign the check or the important document never work? Why does it work for them when they take it back and try it themselves? Why do so many people hate women? Why do we continue to measure things with our arms, feet, fingers, etc.? There are so many tools now for measuring. When people arrange stuffed animals in the back of their cars, is it for us or them? Is there a point in time when you stop feeling like you're 18? Will anyone invent a solution that prevents the drawstring, the drawstring within the hood of a hoodie from falling out in the wash and thus never, ever, being able to put it back through the hoodie hole? Where's our savior? We're all waiting patiently. All right, now this is chapter four. I'm gonna need a drink of water. Oh, God. Oh. That is heavenly. Okay. This is called Memphis Sleep Study. Alarm set on phone, 7 a.m. Do not disturb, on. Brainwave zap, set to light rain for 30 minutes. Lights, off. 10.04 p.m. I can't believe how much it's raining. I don't remember ever being in a rainstorm like this, and it's been going on for hours. It is nice, though, at least from inside. I forgot about rain and thunder, how nice it can be. It was such a big part of my life as a kid during the summers at camp, it felt like you were part of the storm. But I guess since I moved to New York, rainstorms have just become a nuisance. Rain in the city is the worst, at least when you're commu commuting or going anywhere. My shoes and socks get soaking wet and the water always kicks up all over the back of my pants. Does that happen to everyone? Or maybe it's just how I walk. I've never asked anyone else about this. I have to remember to ask someone. I wonder if the sock thing happens to everyone too. Or maybe I'm the only one whose socks slip down under my feet when I'm walking around in rain boots. I always have to readjust. It's the worst when I'm walking with someone. I hate making people stop because of a sock or shoe issue. I can't be the only one this happens to. I know I'm not the only one with umbrella issues. The wind blowing them inside out. There's nothing more embarrassing than an intersection full of strangers watching you cross the street in a storm, trying to flip the umbrella back into its original shape. This does happen to me a lot. I wonder if the statistics are all the same for me and other people with regard to umbrellas. I'll have to look into that. It's nice right now though, the rain. This is actually the exact sound my phone is replicating to help me go to sleep. Wait, is this partially my phone? Yes, the phone is making rain sounds. I guess I don't need the brain waves tonight. Like it works anyway. Maybe because it's the real thing, I'll be able to go to sleep and stay asleep. 
Yeah, this is going to work. Hundreds of sound machines and apps are made to specifically replicate this natural sound. I'm going to shut my eyes and sleep through the night. 10.22 p.m. This fucking top sheet. How do people sleep when this top sheet is tucked in so tightly? I can't even fit my feet under here. Why do they always make it so tight? I guess the bed is supposed to look nice and made when you come in, and then it just gets ruined on a daily basis. What a stupid thing to be annoyed about the top sheet. People are suffering in the world everywhere in terrible ways, and I'm in a hotel bed annoyed at my fucking top sheet. What an asshole. 10.45 p.m. I have to switch positions. I'll probably fall asleep on my side. Yeah, definitely my side. I can't believe I need a fucking pillow next to me to hug, but it's happening. No one's here to see it. It's fine. It does feel better, more comfortable. It's nice to know it's here. Like if I move or toss and turn, it's there, touching my back or my leg, almost like someone's back or leg would. Ugh, this is not a person. It's a hotel pillow, probably covered in germs and who knows what else. I know what's happening here. I'm not under the presumption that the pillow is anything more than what it is. Just a pillow next to me in bed, comforting me with its touch. There's nothing to be ashamed of. It's fine and okay and completely normal. The pillow has become too much of my story. The pillow isn't significant in my life. This is a random pillow that I will never see again after tonight, and I have no relationship to it. Stop thinking about the pillow and how it's not a person. 10.52 p.m. I gotta move. 11.06 p.m. The West Wing. Wow, what a gang. It feels so good to watch it now in this political climate. It's comforting. Even though that episode was about the characters dealing with the aftermath of an assassination attempt, it's still a soothing show right now. Allison Janney, man, she's great. Such a phenomenal actor, able to straddle comedy and drama. She holds her own with the cast of Mostly Men. They're all great, though. A true ensemble. I did just hear some crazy thing about Morton Sheen making a documentary about OJ being innocent. That doesn't sound like Jed Bartlett, but he's a fictional character. That can't be what it's really like to work at the White House. Surely not now. 11.22 p.m. I have to readjust. Maybe being on my back will be better. Yeah, like a horizontal tree position. Okay, yeah, this is more comfortable. Rogue fireworks are still going off. It sucks. It was raining too hard to see any earlier, but they had to have canceled that big ceremony. Maybe I missed it. Maybe people just stayed down there on the main drag and stood with their umbrellas watching the fireworks. I doubt it. I made the right call coming back to the hotel. Yeah, there's no way. Even if people did stay down there, they'd all be gathered around with their umbrellas. You couldn't even see the sky. Oh man, that's hilarious. If there was a crowd gathered for fireworks and everyone had an umbrella, that's good. I gotta write that down. Crowd gathers at fireworks displays with umbrellas. Can't see sky. I don't know why I even wrote that last part. It's obvious a crowd wouldn't be able to see the sky with the umbrellas. Why did I write the explanation of the joke for myself? I should delete it. But then again, maybe I won't open up that note on my phone for a while, like months or years from now. And when I do, I won't remember what I was talking about. I might not understand my sense of humor when, whenever I read it next. What if something happens to me and my loved ones or the person who finds me are looking through my phone and they come across that note? They might need the explanation to give it to get it visually. I wouldn't want to be dead for my notes to not make sense. I'm going to leave it. 11.40 p.m. The fireworks are finally starting to die down and they sound pretty far away. 
I guess it's the night for fireworks, so it makes sense that people really go all out. Even though it feels off to be celebrating our country right now, or at least not by rote, not because we're told to. The 4th of July doesn't feel too good this year. I'm happy it stormed. That feels appropriate. Most of the holidays we have in place are outdated. They need to be completely overhauled. What are we even doing? National holidays just showing up on my calendar on my computer. It's just like the U2 album. Like, I'm okay. I'll make this decision on my own, thank you very much. We should have fireworks displays when, there's, when things change now, not just to commemorate past events that have been told to us through a patriarchal lens, not to celebrate three-quarter and bullshit dates on the calendar. Yeah, who are you fucking talking to? 11.54 p.m. I guess you could just go buy fireworks and set them off. I've never had the desire to do that. It feels inherently dangerous and the payoff doesn't seem worth it. You probably need to stand very close to the firework and by the time you light it, there's no way you'd be able to run far away enough to really appreciate the firework in the sky. And I love fireworks, but I wouldn't want to go through all the trouble of buying them and almost getting my arm blown off and then not even getting the chance to appreciate them. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe there's a long rope you light with a match, like an old-timey cartoon, and it travels a distance to set it off. I'd do that. I'd light the rope. These ropes always provided such suspense. How were fireworks invented? Probably an accident at first. They must have been reworked over and over again and built to fly straight up and blow up in different ways and be perfectly timed. How many people in the world have the job of engineering fireworks displays? There's got to be one in every city, or maybe there are only a few and their designs are used all over the world. Wow, I bet there's only a few of them. Have I ever met one? I'd like to. I'm going to look into this when I get up. Should I write that down? No, if, if I'm meant to remember trying to meet a fireworks person, I will. I'm going to leave this one up to fate. Me meeting a fireworks engineer. 12.07 a.m. Too much light is coming from that silver beneath the bathroom door. It's fine. Just ignore it. It's not that much light. Fuck me. Why can't I just let this go? I wish I was someone who could leave this be. I can't. I must get rid of the light. Okay, I've dealt with all the things that were clearly preventing me from sleeping. I fixed the blinds, I peed and shut the bathroom door so no light comes through. There's, yep, no more light sleeping in. I can fall asleep now. It was definitely the silver, the sliver of light keeping me up. Great, perfect. 12.18 a.m. It is nice to have small problems that you can fix immediately, like getting rid of the light coming into your room. Some problems are so big, they take forever to make any progress. Work problems require so many discussions, so many emails back and forth, so many revisions to a script or tweaks to the process, and sometimes they never even get fixed, just sort of talked through. Addressing a personal issue and trying to figure out how to make significant growth can take years, I think, I hope. It's nice to be able to make a quick change and solve the problem immediately. It was just light coming in from the bathroom. Shut up. 12.27 a.m. It's kind of hot in here now. I have to pull one leg out from under the covers. It's crazy how that light coming through the bathroom door bothered me, even through my shut eyelids. Maybe I have super sight. My astigmatism doesn't change my eyesight that much, but maybe my eyes are shaped in some way that makes them uber sensitive, able to, to detect small shifts in light patterns or whatever hard to see things are called. Hmm. 
Are people who have had LASIK more sensitive to light? LASIK really changed the game, eye-wise. I wonder what will be next. Maybe it will be to shape eyeballs in weird ways or something so we can see farther or through stuff. 12.40 a.m. Shit, my shoulder again. Maybe it's bothering me more because I'm sitting in so much in the car. I should get a massage at some point in this trip. Me trying to massage my own shoulder isn't doing me any good. It's 12.41. Great. I have to be up in six hours if I'm going to leave on schedule. I guess it's my own schedule. No one is holding me to it. But I made the schedule for a reason. I can't just start abandoning the plan left and right. I'm only on day four. I made this plan. I should try to stick to it. I'm going to fall asleep any minute and it'll be fine. 12.49 a.m. Those girls from high school were so nuts. Bragging about how they stole from Abercrombie and Fitch. I still can't believe it. Bananas. Why am I thinking about Abercrombie and Fitch and those girls? Could that be more random? Haha, <laughs> Chandler. But, but coats and sweaters? They'd steal huge hauls at a time. Just bring it all into the dressing room and wear it all out. They must have figured out how to take those plastic security sensors off clothes. I could never do that. I'd probably throw up in the dressing room in the middle of the theft. Then I'd have to buy all the stuff I was trying to steal because I just threw up all over it. I wouldn't be able to wear any of the items out because they'd be disgusting. I'd probably look sick. And maybe the manager of the store would feel bad for me and not even make me pay. I'm terrible at talking to managers, especially of retail stores, especially when I was a teenager. I don't even know what I'd do. Bring the tampered with merchandise up to the register and try to explain. I'd have to act sick, like really sick. I guess if I threw up, I'd feel sick, but I'd have to amp it up. I could do that. But what if there were other customers up there waiting to pay and they leave because some crazy girl is walking around with foul smelling clothes? Would I be responsible for the store losing even more business? And then there's the dressing room. I think about some girl going in after me. Oh man, good thing I never tried to steal clothes. 1.08 AM, I cannot get comfortable. No position feels right. Fuck. Okay, just lie on your back and breathe through your mouth. She told me that. Right. I couldn't sleep one night, and she turned to me and gently said, Lie on your back and breathe through your mouth. It kind of feels like she just said it, like she's here with me. 1.13 a.m. Stop. Stop, 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 stop. Why'd you have to think about her? Find something else to think about. Think, 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 anything else. The drive. Okay, right. 10-hour drive tomorrow, today. 10-hour drive today. It'll be fine. I just want to try to make it to Austin before it gets too dark. 1.25 a.m. Sleep. I will fall asleep now. Okay, just focus on your breath. Lie on your back and breathe through your mouth. I should try meditation. Everyone says that. TM. That's what they all say to try. I did read the David Lynch book about TM. I should check it out tomorrow. The program everyone talks about, I'll remember. 1.33 a.m. It's so weird to sleep in a random bed in a city I've never been to before and one I'll leave again tomorrow. I've had so many beds in different cities. Maybe if I shut my eyes and imagine myself in all the other beds, it'll be like counting sheep. Okay, focus. Close your eyes and think of your past beds. Imagine being under the covers in all of those other beds. This is good. This will work. My childhood beds. The pink and purple covers at my mom's house. 
the cold bars of the trundle bed just next to me, the metal Ikea bed frame with a denim blanket and t-shirt sheets at my dad's house, the beds at camp, the tiny cots with wire springs that would squeak when you sat on them, the bed in my dorm room with drawers built in, shoved into a corner next to the wall of concrete blocks, my beds in Baltimore and my studio apartments bundled with blankets when the heat wasn't working, my bed in Boston, looking out windows into Commonwealth Avenue, the bustle of cars passing by outside. Friends' beds. Beds in my Astoria apartments. Lovers' bed. My bed on McDougal. My bed on Hunts Lane. Her bed. Fuck. Jesus. 1.51 a.m. Think of something else. Think of anything else. Gas! Gas, yes! I have to get gas tomorrow on my way out of Memphis. Great. I'll look it up when I wake up. Where's the closest gas station? Uh, what an idiot. Pulling into the pump on the wrong side. I've done it like three times. It's a good thing no one was there to watch me witness that. Why is it so hard for me to remember what side the gas tank is on? I don't drive all the time. It's okay. Different cars have different sides. I should be easier on myself. At least I don't use my cell phone while I pump gas. Is that even a real thing? Where did I hear about that? Is using your cell while at while pumping gas the worst thing you can do? I swear I heard that somewhere. There are so many worse things you can do. 2.03 a.m. I'm chilly now. All extremities have to get under the covers. Where's the pillow? Oh, there, just touching my leg a tiny bit. That's better. 2.15 a.m. Oh, wow, this is a nice ceiling. What a unique texture. You don't see that often. That's the end. That is the end of this chapter. Um, yeah. We'll get into... That can all be one chapter. Okay. That is going to wrap it up for chapter, what, four? We are on a fucking roll, baby. All right. Um... That, that's it. That's enough talking for today. Hope you enjoy the shows. And um, yeah, I'll talk to you soon. Bye.